0: This is Amy Wenslow with the Product Business Show here on Monday mornings at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. So if you're listening to this as a podcast and you want to have the ability to ask your questions live um, and get answers specifically for your project, then please join us. You can find the information over on productstoprofits.com, that's P-R-O-D-U-C-T-S and then T-O, and profits, P-R-O-F-I-T-S dot com. So that's productstoprofits.com to join the Product Business Show live list. And we do post these to our podcast, so if you are a show listener and you ever miss one and you want to get the content, you can check out our podcast called The Product Business Show over on iTunes and Android. One of the things about video and about creating awesome video and how to shoot awesome video is to first off start with thinking about the purpose that you have for the video so the purposes that you could be having would be things like um you know running it in an ad or doing a product introduction um, you might be doing it for educational purposes Like on our website, we put um, a video series up that's all about building product businesses. It's three parts, there's nine minutes to it, and people can watch those for free to start getting to know us and to get to know a bit about the process. So that's what you might call an educational video or indoctrination um, to kind of get them involved with your methodology for something. we also have one there for licensing so if someone is interested in licensing a product there is nine minutes of video that they can watch that will help them learn about licensing right so there's a couple reasons for doing a video like that if you're a service business most of you are product businesses but if you're a service business or actually even if you're a product business You may want to do something educational if there's a consistent question that you get asked about something, like how to take care of your lawn the best if you have a dog, right? Um, You might want to do a little educational piece video and give, like, the top five tips from, you know, someone who does lawn care professionally, right? So that way it positions you as an expert, okay? So some of the other purposes that you might have for a video would be something to show investors or sometimes even in your manufacturing process uh, working with your factory you want them to understand say how the box goes together or how the product gets assembled right you might shoot a quick video for that now if it's an internal video like that you won't need to do all of these steps but you should do a version of them you'd want to take what I'm going to share here, simplify it a little bit, and still use it because the framework makes sense, okay? So to give you a little bit of an idea on the conversion statistics around video, video is preferred way for even executives and companies to absorb information. So if you give a CEO a choice between reading a bunch of things or watching a video on it, then they will choose the video right it attracts video attracts two to three times the monthly visitors on a website right Um, live video right now according to uh, cisco accounts for about 13 percent of total video traffic from 2018 and they're expected to have video as a whole increase to eighty percent of all consumer internet traffic will be watching video so it's a massive massive opportunity for you like we've talked about on the show before so when you're thinking about this there's a few things to consider right so the where you're going to put the video um, matters in your production right because you might only have a few minutes to communicate a message and so how you set the video up makes a difference and also, did you know that 85% of Facebook videos are watched without sound? So that would mean that in your production, you might want to add a scrolling subtitle, right? You might want to add the um, captioning below it or have graphics that explain parts of your product. So on landing pages, your video, can, video on a landing page will increase conversions about 80%. So that means that you will get almost double the conversions, meaning like opt-ins or whatever it is you're trying to do on that landing page, if you include a video. Okay, so you'll get double the results, which is massive, right? So let's talk a little bit here about time and the length of a video, because that's one of the most common questions is, how long should my video be? And there's different lengths that are optimal for different purposes with video so if you're doing an ad and it is uh, an ad that is just designed to get people to click over to a page right that you might want only a 30-second clip and it's not even going to have any talking if it's a typical ad where you want to actually try to drive the sale right inside the ad you're going to probably look at under two minutes. That will get you best conversions. So if you're doing it for crowdfunding, for a Kickstarter campaign or Indiegogo or Backer Club, any of those, you are probably going to aim for two to three minutes. Okay. Social media um, videos as a whole, your length is going to vary drastically. It's usually about 10 to 20 minutes is about as long as most people will watch in say a Facebook live that does vary if you're doing something like a a speaker summit or a series Um, for something like that you might see even half an hour to an hour but you're going to have a lot fewer people watching it Okay. now on your website that'll vary as well Um, the video series that I mentioned that we have about product businesses and licensing um, those what we did is we took three different tracks, so building a product business, licensing, and how to decide between the two, right? So we divided it into three tracks of content, and then to keep the people um, that are watching engaged and without it seeming super long, we divided each of those into three parts that are about three minutes apiece. So there's nine minutes in each track, Right. If we had tried to cover all of those goals in one video, it would have been really hard for people to understand the content. They wouldn't have followed through on it, and it wouldn't get the engagement and and the results and, and comments that it does. So if you have three distinct pieces of content, you should separate your video into tracks. Okay? Now, there's another reason that we did tracks if we do tracks like that and we have a form related to each video series we can actually tell what people's goals are before we talk to them right so we can tailor the conversation with them to something that's going to be way more interesting and way more exciting for them so it's um, and the other purpose for those videos is it's the same thing that we say to a lot of people so it shortcuts some of the conversation that's the foundation and makes sure that that's in place and automated before we talk, right? So there's a lot of reasons for doing a video. Um, So that's more of an educational piece. With your product, you can have the same sort of um, content. You know, you might want to have something about the science behind your project. Um, If it's a technical project or you could be talking about the technicalities of it Um, depends on your audience so let's talk a little bit about the process here one of the things that i really see everybody skip over and just try and dive right in and just start shooting um, the video that is is their planning okay the planning process is actually really important and with most videos or uh, film productions, the planning is where a lot of the work takes place, right? Easily a third of the work. So you want to plan the length first. So like I said, two minutes will convert the best for lower end prices. Um, you may want to do longer if your product is technical or it's a high trust kind of purchase. Um, we do longer video because people need to get to know us. And that makes sense Um, if it's a higher price point you may need more types of video or more pieces Um, so you want to plan the length that's appropriate for what you're trying to accomplish and then after you do that you want to write out talking points and you're going to look at probably three main talking points or less depending on the length okay so for us in, say, a 20-minute video, we can cover about four major points and add stories in. Stories are a big component, right? So once you have the the length defined and the main points that you really need to hit home that you think are going to drive the purchase, then you want to storyboard the video content. And this can be really easy storyboarding is um, just a process of kind of looking at it frame by frame. If you think of it like a cartoon, you're just going to kind of sketch what's happening or um, at least have like a clear idea about it. Like here's where we want to start, here's what's going to happen next, and here's what's going to happen third and fourth, right? So even when you are doing an interview style video, right? You're going to use the questions that are getting asked as the storyboard chunks. Um, You may also want to include if there's a different camera angle, like if you have two cameras that you're working with, um, which camera is going to be showing which, or you can make that decision in editing. But storyboarding your video content means that you're planning the shots that you need. And then you're also planning any added graphics that are going to explain the project. This is really common in Kickstarter videos where you're showing the product out on the street being used by people. Um, There's music in the background that you need to make decisions about. And then there might be a graphic that comes in that points to the wheel of the project or, you know, the the spokes of the wheel or the hub, uh, you know, any of that. So those added graphics help you understand how much needs to be spoken by a narrator versus what can be just demonstrated in the video because there's a lot of different elements that you can use to describe the project, right? If you are going to do fly-in graphics like that, like some call-outs, you know, of text coming in, um, you might not need to mention that feature in the soundtrack, but you might decide you want to if it's a really important thing. So the last component of planning your the actual video is the soundtrack, and deciding if it's going to be a narrated video, or which means the person talking is not on camera, right? There's a whole bunch of other shots going on. You know, you might, if it's a bike product, it might be flying down a biking trail, um, and then the narrator is doing voiceover. You see that a lot in like car commercials and other commercials. Um, The other soundtrack you might have is simply the person on camera talking. We do a lot of those. Um, You might have music as part of your soundtrack. Um, You might decide that you want like a little bling kind of ding, you know, or something like that. If you're going to do something that's kind of cheeky and humorous Um, and you're going to highlight something, you might use that. So in your planning, you want to think about what type of soundtrack are you doing, right? Because the sound quality is actually really important for your video. So I'm going to jump over here and um, take a look at, wow, we have a lot of people on today's show. That's awesome. So I'm going to open up the lines really quickly here. And if you have a question, press star 2 to raise your hand. And that will let me know that that you want to ask something. Um, If you're on the webcast, you can just type it in the Q&A box. Um, I am checking that. So there we go. Um, There is so much that we could say about video. We're actually recording a little training for our product mastermind group. Uh, (laughs) Little. It's got slides, and there will probably be a checklist or two in there about video. So, if you're interested in getting the full presentation about video and how to shoot it really well, whether you're shooting for yourself or with a professional team, you know we are dropping this kind of training into our product mastermind group pretty regularly as bonuses so we've we've done quite a few things in there already, so um, you could definitely send me an email and let me know that you're interested in joining that group. Um, I did put the link in the email that went out this morning with the call in information. So you press star two to raise your hand. Um, we have a few more things that we can talk about here. So um we went over planning and a couple things about scripts. A lot of people resist doing a script because they don't want to be disciplined enough to sit down and write. I'm really comfortable on camera and i still will write out talking points Um, i might not script it word for word but i will make sure that i have everything in order because it's really hard to be present on camera when you're trying to think about what you're going to say right so if you are on camera explaining something it's really important you write down the main talking points right and then if your video is a longer length than, say, the two or three minutes, if it's longer than that, you can drop in stories to illustrate different points, right? And if you are selling something that's at a high price point or it's high trust, you want to use some social stories because it's, it allows people to see how the transformation happens for them, right, because they can put themselves in that story. Um, I could talk a little bit more about that if if you'd like. So you want to write out your script or at least your talking points using vivid imagery and action words. Okay? Most of us speak with really passive language. We back away from stating things powerfully um, because we don't want to appear like we're bragging or um, overstate or overcommit. But you actually need to increase the vivid imagery so by that i mean let's say let's go back to our bike example let's say you're selling something and it's a product that increases the pedal power of a bicycle for mountain biking right my hypothetical example and you go like you know it allows you to fly downhill at the optimal speed of your choice right like you could say something like that the passive way to say that would be like we're going to increase your pedal speed so that it's easier to bike do you hear how they're they're very different that phrase fly down the mountain is more what mountain bikers want um increasing your pedal speed you're you're backing away from the benefit so always use the vivid imagery wherever you can, right? So that's why it's good to write your script out because it gives you time to actually think of the imagery and get it embedded in your language pattern. So I definitely can talk about more, more about that. And then there's some things about setup here. So setting up, you definitely want to consider the background, the wardrobe, and your hair and makeup. Don't wear prints. Um, you know, there's... Setting up your lighting. You could use ring lighting, um, which is a, a light that goes around the camera, or you can set up two lights at a 45 degree angle in front of you, right? So 45 degrees to your left and 45 degrees to your right, um, so that you eliminate shadows. Lighting is one of the most important things, and you definitely want to be doing sound checks. Okay, your sound. You have to make sure that you're being heard. So you want to do a sound check. You want to maybe have a microphone. If you're using your iPhone, there's definitely some, some tricks and tools that you can use for that as well. So with that, I'm going to go over to our phone lines. If you've got a question or something specific about your videos and you want to know how to improve it, press start to and that'll raise your hand. And uh, I'll come back over to the phone lines. OK. Um, OK, the Q&A box. Um, We're having a problem getting the sound right when I record with my iPhone. Got it. Okay. Um, That can be dependent on which microphone you're using, Which, um, if it's the forward-facing camera or the reverse camera. Try the other camera. Um, So when you turn it around to take a selfie, then that uses a different... um, camera than if you're taking it just as a regular picture and we've noticed a real difference in the sound quality based on which camera you're using because of the direction the microphone's facing you can also use a plug-in mic for that and that'll help a lot how do I get good action shots all right so action shots there's something in film production called a gimbal and a gimbal is a device that stabilizes the camera so there are a lot of products that have come out for people that are producing YouTube videos from phones, and you can use one of those as a gimbal. So uh, gimbal is G-I-M-B-L-E. You can check Amazon. Um, I happen to like Smoove, which is S-M-O-V-E. It's, um, it's a gimbal specifically for different smartphones, and it has a battery pack to it, and what it does is it stabilizes the shot so you don't get all this herky-jerky sort of imagery. And it also has a face-tracking uh, technique in it. If you were filming somebody walking down a sidewalk, for example, and they're talking, and you want to make sure that your camera stays centered on their face, then a smooth will allow you to do that. It's It's got some really, really cool technology to it, so I'd recommend that. Um, there's so many different technical things we could recommend. Um, if you are doing a video for a landing page for digital selling, and you want to do a an ad, but it's a still image, and you want to add some video to that you know, or some animation, you can do that with a lot of different things. Some of the editing software you could use is Rocketeam. Um, you can... I mean, you could use legend to do fly-in text. That'll get an animation happening with a an image. Um, oh, there's so many. So uh, let me know if you want more. We'll we'll uh, give you some more ideas. So press star two on the phone lines to raise your hand. We go back over to our Q and A box. There's something that comes up really frequently, and that's the the idea of i don't like to see myself on video so um, if any of you have that it's very very common okay so this idea of oh i don't like watching myself on video um, it has to do with being visible in the world and there's a lot of uh, pieces around this so if for anybody who doesn't like to be on video i'd be happy to give you some specific suggestions about how to relax more but um, you know just press star to and we'll have that conversation um, if video is the number one thing that is converting on websites and you're resisting doing it because you don't want to be on camera then you need to find a way around it and if it's that you're going to do it without being on camera that's fine if you're going to do it as a narration there's a million ways to handle it but to have no video up because you don't want to be on camera is a problem okay and when you get successful with things people take your picture they take your video there it just happens so you kind of have to get comfortable with it and i think that one of the biggest things you can do is to just jump in and do them whether it's facebook lives linkedin lives um to get comfortable with it right and at the beginning there's not going to be a whole lot of people watching what you do which is the blessing right because you have a chance to mess up and not a lot of people are going to see it and and i've been doing video a long time and there's still days where i'm like wow what was up with that um when i do a video my energy is a little off or a little low there's there's things about hair and makeup and video, um, your wardrobe, the, the tone of your voice, the pace that you speak. Um, you might need to speak a little faster than you normally do, or you might need to back it down and speak a little slower. So you want to really pay attention and practice. Do not do this intending to get your video perfectly shot in one take. Okay? Um, the videos that we did for um you know educational purpose it was 20 minute video it took about three hours of shooting because of redoing it and that was with notes up um, and all the techniques and things that we do to appear comfortable on camera right so there's a lot of um, there are a lot of things to think about with video but don't let that put you off of doing video and if you are doing it yourself, if you can have someone there to help direct you or to help with some of the logistics, that's extremely good. Um, if you are going to do it with professionals, you still want to understand, like, what is the goal you're trying to achieve? What are the talking points that you want to make sure you hit? Okay? So press star 2 to raise your hand. We'll take a live question. Um, and on our... Q&A box. Ah, oh, someone's asking for some of the techniques about how to be comfortable. Okay, I'll give you a couple. There's, there's a lot more we're going to be putting in the mastermind group, but the a couple of them will be things like um, making sure you're breathing, three deep breaths before you start with full exhales will go a long way to relaxing your nervous system and your brain so you can actually think. Um, If you are really comfortable on camera, make sure that you're hitting the talking points that you need to hit. If you're not comfortable on camera, um, drink about eight ounces of orange juice beforehand. It's a test-taking skill that's actually proven to increase your, your mental capacity. And so you'll be able to think better and orange juice stays in your bloodstream longer than a lot of other sugars, so it's a really good one to use. Um, there's some things that you can do to get your gestures to be more natural. That's a big thing. Um, and if you're a woman, um, most of us women have a tendency to touch our hair quite a bit when we're nervous. You know, we'll play with it or we'll brush it out of our eyes. Um, so you want to handle anything about your hair before you start filming so for me I usually have a camera um, set up in front of me and then there'll be a mirror off to the side if I don't have hair and makeup with me checking my hair and makeup as I go Um, that's one of the biggest blessings you can do for yourself if you're not comfortable on camera get a good hair and makeup person that is used to working with people that are on camera um, because they can actually help you with your nerves beforehand, and you know it'll cost you a few hundred dollars to do, but you have somebody else watching out for you and supporting you. It's awesome. Um, so that's always a good way to go. Um, let's see. Press star two to raise your hand if you've got a comment or question on the phone line. I'd love to hear how you've used video and what you're you're doing with it and how you've accomplished it. Um, Well, webcast is, let's see, another question over here. Um, Oh, how do I find a hair and makeup person? There is, it depends on where you are in the country. Here in Los Angeles, we have a ton of hair and makeup people because we're in the film industry. Um, I have a few go-to people that I really prefer because I know the caliber of space that they can hold on set um, you want to look for someone who's used to being um, around the set of a production for a few hours at least um, if you are not going to hire professional hair and makeup um, the next time you're ready to go out for a date you know with your husband your wife your significant other you know, someone and you're you're feeling fantastic that's the time to do your video okay do it when you're feeling really good, and you might do some some tapping or some journaling um, to get yourself in a really positive state of mind so that it comes across on camera, okay? Hair and makeup, um, you can look in some Facebook groups, but I would check with salons in your area that do makeovers or that do bridal photography um, makeup. You could also check with photographers or or your video crew if you're hiring a crew. Frequently, they will know who's doing a really good job with hair and makeup. Um, A note for makeup when you're on camera, if you're doing it yourself, you're going to want to use more intense colors than you might normally use. A more intense lip color um, because the camera will kind of smooth it out and... and, um, wash you out a little bit so you definitely want to bump up the color or the intensity a little bit and double check it that make you make sure that you feel like your best self when you watch it so do a little test beforehand along with your sound check so with that i'm going to go over to i think this is mike from ohio hey mike is that you
1: it sure is amy how are you today
0: I'm doing awesome. What's your question today, sir?
1: Well, not so much of a question, but just a comment. Uh, when I, uh, I put my video together for my website, I was, of course, I, I was following your directions on some of our consulting uh, calls, mm-hmm. and uh, it actually, I, I thought it turned out pretty good. Uh, you basically scripted out, like you said, you know, one uh, one side of the paper is a video, and the other side is audio, and you kind of piece mm-hmm. part it together to see what goes with what you know okay i'm going to be shooting this video what do i want to say about it kind of thing mm-hmm. but what i thought um, helpful was i actually bought some of uh, the video editing software it's uh filmora uh, by uh wondershare and it's it's got a lot of neat effects in it uh you basically just drag and drop your video clips or your, your still shots into the program and then you can manipulate it on a timeline it's it's a uh, it's it's pretty cool. I, I
0: thought it was nice. Oh, that's good. I'm always looking for what's a good tool. Um, we Rocketam does the same kind of thing. Uh, Animoto does that. Um, so there's – but I hadn't heard of that one, so that's awesome. Um, and for audio correction, you can use Audacity. Um, that's another good one. Um, iMovie is on a lot of people's devices. But I love that. So, film Mora. How do you spell it?
1: Film Mora. F I L M O R A. It's by Wondershare. Do you remember
0: how? By Wonder Do you remember how much it was?
1: Boy, I want to. No, actually, I don't, because I, I bought okay. a number of different pieces. But I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to commit yeah. to something, but I. I but it wasn't. It was. It was pretty affordable. Uh, you know, for considering what you got.
0: Yeah. You know, some of the software that's out is amazing right now. I mean, we've used Film Mic Pro. Excuse me one second. Mm-hmm. Um, Film Mic Pro is <laughs> about to sneeze and it keeps going away. <laughs> so <laughs> Film Mic Pro is is an iPhone app uh, that is also available for Android, and it's about $15 that allows a lot of different formats of the the shape of the video, the frame of it. Like, is it more square, more rectangular? So that's another good one for people. But thank you for sharing the resource. I appreciate it.
1: Well, if you wanted to check out my video and see how I did, it's com. It's D-O-G-G-I-E-P-A-D-D-L-E.com.
0: Awesome. And so, Mike, how long did it take you to shoot the video?
1: Well, the uh, pieces, parts, uh, you know, a week or two, I mean, here or there, you know, I, I, I was thinking about because I wrote the script first and then I thought about what kind of video images I want to plug in to certain parts of the script. And then I went ahead and I got my son and we were out in the backyard and we, we were making uh, video clips. But uh, nothing decent, mm-hmm. direct sunlight hiding. <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. That's a, another thing I didn't mention. For lighting, if you are filming outside, you want to do it on, preferably on a cloudy day um, for anybody who's listening because that will give you a little more diffused lighting, and it will lower the amount of shadows that you have to deal with. So. Right. So one, one to two weeks of shooting, like how many hours do you think it actually took you to do the actual shooting, oh. not the editing and things?
1: Oh yeah, well the editing was fun too. That was a learning curve, but the actual
0: shooting—I uh, don't know, maybe—I
1: would say maybe a week at the most.
0: Mhm. And that wasn't if, if full had, time.
1: Yeah, no, it's not full time. It's here and there, kind of, you know. Uh, but uh, all together, grand total, uh, if start to finish, if I were to go, probably, probably two days, you know, eight-hour mm-hmm. days, kind of thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one of the things that we see a lot of times is people not giving themselves the time and space like that, right? They go like, "Oh, I've got one hour and I have to get it done," which is awesome, and you can produce something, but it's probably not going to be the best work. You know, it'll be a really good first draft. So. Right. Thank you for thanks for sharing your experience. And um, have you gotten comments on the video?
1: Yeah, a couple. I, uh, and actually, I, I
0: think I, you you don't have comments turned on on the video either. It's it's mostly that people can view it, right?
1: Right. It's yes, an it, uh, e-commerce website. I was just it was a product demonstration type of uh, video. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I have gotten mm-hmm. uh, comments in the past where I might might uh, break that video right in half because I've got the product uh, uh, demonstration video and uh, on the first half, and then about me kind of thing in the second half. And uh, the mm-hmm. whole video together is about long, two seconds short of three minutes. So if I break that in half, a minute and a half, you don't really lose a lot of people's attention, and it, it goes pretty quick.
0: Mhm. Yeah, and for everybody, Mike, I don't know where your host is, but a lot of times you can see some analytics to know where the people that are viewing it are dropping off. So since you have your video established, you want to look at your hosting platform, and see if you can find the analytics on where you're losing people. Okay? Because that might tell you okay. exactly where to cut the video. Okay? I see. Okay. Yeah. We'll we look at that for ours and we'll go, okay, wow, we've got people staying with us for almost to the end, and then we, you know, like there's a slow part where we lose everybody. Or There's a a transition that's a little clumsy, and it loses people. But we really only do that on things where we know we're going to use that video for a long time. You know? Um, If it's something that's a social media video, we we don't get that hung up on it. We just keep going. (laughs) But, yeah, look at your analytics, and it, it might show you some interesting statistics, okay?
1: Okay, thanks.
0: Thanks. I'm going to mute your line for your privacy. Thank you, Mike. You're so awesome. So let's see. Our next person here is uh, from Denver area. phone number ends in 4248. Hi there. Who's this? Hi, Amy. It's Kate. (gasps) Kate. I love hearing your voice today. What can I do for you? What's your question?
2: So we, I am scripting an instructor training video right now, so as usual, your coaching calls are right on point and so timely. (laughs) (laughs) So I was wondering, if always, always, Amy, um, I was wondering if you had any suggestions as far as, you know, length of the video or any other expert insights that I know you have.
0: Sure. Um, who are you training for, for the Move More? Is that is it for the Move More or is it another process? Yes. Yes.
2: So okay.
0: it would be fitness professionals and
2: um, non-fitness professionals, so people that are wellness directors within the senior living communities. Okay. So and some will have are you know, they... physiology experience and some won't.
0: Okay. And then is this kind of a captive audience where you're expecting it's going to be shown at conferences or on your website or how – tell me about how people are going to find the video.
2: Great question.
0: So it'll be on our website, and
2: it's to help, you know, um, our customers deploy it throughout their organization, like Innovage is looking for Mm – to put the product in all their communities so this will be a way to make it easier for them to deploy that
0: got it so it's it it's a physiology training but it's also going to be product training on how to implement the product right
2: exactly just make it real simple and easy you know step by step how to use it um and you know just make it super silly simple
0: Got it. I I like the substitution of the word silly. Um, Thank you. So for everybody who's wondering about what Kate's product is, um, Kate, what's your website?
2: So my website is movemore.com. It's M-O-V-E-M-O-R.com. And we have a mobility trainer that um, is helping older adults regain strength and balance from a safely seated position.
0: It's really awesome. For everybody who hasn't seen this, I'd really encourage it. If you know anybody who is experiencing balance issues or strength issues and they want to increase their confidence and their independence, um, take a look at it. So this product – since you're doing a training video and you have mixed experience levels, um, Mm -hmm. you actually want to acknowledge that, I would say, at the beginning of the video, right? Otherwise, people that go there that find that it's um, really technical, right, and Mm -hmm. and assumes a level of education on their part that they don't have are going to be frustrated and feeling bad about themselves, right? Great point. And then the people that go there, if you make it, too simple and too dumbed down mm-hmm. are going to feel like it 's not advanced enough and they 're not going to take the product seriously
2: excellent
0: so so you actually have to address both, and
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, it'd be something like at the beginning of the video saying you know we 're so glad to see we're um, we're thrilled that the move more is being used in so many different environments. From this to that, by people that have physiology experience and people that are um, new to physiology. So let me explain mm-hmm. a little bit about the science before we get Great. into the, the technical understanding.
2: That's Do you right. hear how
0: that sets a landscape? Yes. Yeah. And that way, cool. that way, the people know that they're going to get served, even no matter which market they're in, right? Um, And so when you're scripting that, handle those kinds of things early. And that's a great thing for everybody on this call and on the show and listening in to understand. If you have something that's for different markets, you have to do something like that to take the psychology into consideration. Um, The length of Mm -hmm. the training, um, you're probably going to want to break it into a couple of segments. Okay. Right? Like you might do one that's about the science and the setup of the board. Right? Okay. And then do another one that is focused for um, balance issues and another one that's focused towards the other issues. Gotcha. Because that way you're not trying to explain everything and it's, you know, like a half hour video.
2: Right. Right. So would like a 10-minute, you know, what's the uh, – I know our, our attention span is 30 seconds or 10 seconds. But I don't know what it is now. Um, well, how
0: long of a training video
2: do you recommend?
0: You know, it depends on the pace. And mm-hmm. that attention span thing, you can take attention span into consideration in how you edit.
2: Because mm-hmm. if
0: you do um, a cut to another camera or you insert a graphic or a still image periodically, then that uh, breaks up the attention span and takes it into consideration, which is really an interesting technique, right? That's why you see in television commercials that they do those cutaways, um, and in TV shows, the the scene change keeps us engaged. Mm -hmm. Great point. So we'll hang for a longer piece of content, right? Um, gotcha. I would go for probably 10 minute videos. That's what I because was thinking. I, okay. It's feeling like that's long enough for people to mm-hmm. kind of get engaged with it. It's short enough that yeah. they're not going to go like, oh my gosh, when am I going to fit this Too in? Too long. Right. Yeah,
2: exactly. hmm
0: um, Perfect. But you also are dealing with uh, physiology and technical subjects and a little bit of science. Mm -hmm. So you should not try and do these in little three-minute things.
2: No, no.
0: Yeah, Um, I agree. Because you need to be trusted as Mm -hmm. a professional Mm -hmm. in this environment. Um, The other way to do it would be to do a longer, like a 15-minute video for the introduction, Mm -hmm. and then do Mm -hmm. a series of, like, five-minute videos.
2: Gotcha. Gotcha. So in the
0: introduction, that would be more of the science piece, Amy? Yeah, the science or some of the test results, because everybody who's listening, this, this gets extraordinary independent study test results um, and okay. improvements in, like, 10 minutes a week. So mm-hmm. y- you want to actually cover some of those study results so people understand why they want to um, pay attention to it a little bit. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Great um, as usual. Yeah. Yeah. So I would look at the 10-minute video clip to 15-minute video clip for an intro. Then I would do, like, mm-hmm. two to three minute Well, no, I wouldn't go as low as two. I would try to do, like, five-minute things mm-hmm. that are broken up a little bit. Because then people can go, oh, my, my patient has this issue. This is the video for me to watch right and we could do you
2: know we could do an ankle knee and hip you know and break it up that way in the 5 minutes
0: yeah double check yourself though on this planning so this is a a great yeah. landscape for everyone here if you know that your product if they just do the ankle part they're going to be missing a benefit of doing the knee part
2: mhm right mhm
0: you want to talk about that in the ankle mm-hmm. video
2: Gotcha.
0: So so one of the things you can do when you're planning a video series, Kate, that's really helpful mm-hmm. is to use Post-it notes, okay, mm-hmm. and put the various exercises or talking points on Post-it notes and put them up on a mm-hmm. wall yep. because then you can you can move it around really fast um, mm-hmm. and see how they relate, and you want to – Make sure if if all of these weave together to support the outcomes, you want to Mm -hmm. say that in the individual pieces. You want to say, um, you know, for your patients that are having issues with their ankles, sometimes that can stem from an issue with Mm -hmm. their knee.
2: Exactly. I'm
0: I'm making that up. Do the right one. No,
2: (laughs) they're all connected.
0: Right. You want to make sure. So, yep. okay. so if it's, if it's looking like an ankle issue, you also want to check the knee. So please check our video about the knee exercises.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: No, I, and yeah, and we can highlight the balance
2: muscles. Yeah, no, you've given me some great ideas, more fields for thought, Amy. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. At most, you're probably looking at like the 10 to 15 minute intro and then if you want to do one video that covers the rest of them, I would keep it to, like, 15 minutes for that video. Okay. Or, or do, like, a couple smaller ones based on body area.
2: Right. And I'll play with it because since they're all interconnected, the you know, the a ten, I like the way you've broken up the intro, and then maybe it would be a 10, 15-minute, you know, full-body training, you know, Going over the exercises, ankle, knee, and hip together, because they're all connected. But I know some of the mm-hmm. PTs that I work with, they really like just ankle exercises, knee exercises, hip exercises, but they're all connected. Um, so I think that whole 15, you know, 10 to 15 minute video, two of those broken up would mm-hmm. be more digestible than just one video, like you're saying.
0: Yeah, and you could test it. Um, because you can do them as two separate videos and then just splice it together, you know, just edit mm-hmm. it um, to combine mm-hmm. them and see which one people prefer. Um, gotcha. But I think separate. most people are going to prefer the two pieces.
2: Well, that's it, because the other thing is once you have the intro, you don't have to listen to it again. You can go right to the exercises to refresh yourself, particularly if you have don't have a you know fitness
0: background. Right, and the other thing that's kind of nice, if you have the intro separately, um, people can watch just that, like if they wanted to show that to a patient.
2: Right, so they understand why, you know, why and
0: how it worked. Exactly, and the study results, because sometimes exactly. people need to hear the study results so that they're on board with the, oh, I need to spend 10 minutes a week, which is really silly but true, you know. <laughs> well, that's it. That's
2: exactly it. No, that's great suggestion, Amy. I'm so grateful. Thank you so much.
0: Drop some stories into the intro video.
2: I will. I know I heard you say that earlier, and like, that is really a great idea because you want to make it real. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: And people can put themselves
2: in that position, like you said.
0: Exactly. And that one about the SUV, for everybody – We're working with Kate on her product, and so I know that she has a testimonial about an 89-year-old woman being able to get into her son's SUV on her own again with no help, Yeah, which is extraordinary for somebody at 89 years old to be able to do that. Um, And there's a lot of people that drive SUVs or their kids drive SUVs um, Mm -hmm. that would be able Mm -hmm. to identify with that. I'd use that one for sure. Okay.
2: Thank you, Amy. Really appreciate your help.
0: Sure. You're welcome, Kate. I'm going to mute your line, and we're going to wrap up for the day, but thanks for, for uh, all your questions. I appreciate it. A pleasure. So, everyone, when you are doing your videos, it's really important that you think it through, like um, we were just doing with Kate, about the how it's going to be used, where it's going to be used, what's, What's the state of mind that people are bringing to the video as much as you can? And if it's a general video, it's going to be up on Facebook. It's going to be in your social media. Think through that context. And um, always think through your backgrounds. If there's uh, clutter in the background that's not adding to your video, get rid of it. Um, Change your location. Um, Pay attention to your clothing and also to the sound quality. The sound quality is one of the leading reasons that people will click off a video. If they can't hear you, your message is getting lost. And then make sure to add subtitles if this is a video that's going to be in social media because most of the videos in the social media channels are watched with sound off, so add the captioning. With that, everyone, um, thank you so much. And we will be doing a longer training about recording video, and we'll be putting that in our product mastermind group. So if you have a product and you would love to be in an extraordinary group of really amazing product people, um, it's a small group environment, and we've made it super affordable for people, um, I'd love to talk with you about it. You can find that information on our website at productstoprofits.com slash product, P-R-O-D-U-C-T dash mastermind, M-A-S-T-E-R-M-I-N-D. And with that, everyone, we're going to wrap up for today. I will be back with you in two weeks. Um, Let us know how we can serve you. And if there is someone that you know that has a product that could really use some help, some perspective, they need some things done in their project, that's what we do here at Products to Profits all the time. We only work with product businesses, so this is our specialty, and we've been doing it for decades. I would really appreciate the help in spreading the word about, number one, the show here, number two, the mastermind group, and any of the services that that we can bring to your project or to others. So thank you so much for your energy and your your heart and your vision in the world. Have a great week.